friends. It's lunchtime. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lunch Break Show. I am Josh in studio with Zach and Matt and Anna. As always, we have two special guests in today. We have Daniel Cunningham and Gabe. And I forgot your last name, Gabe. Saldana. Gabe, Gabe Saldana. Saldana. Good, because I would have botched that name anyway. Gabe <laughs> Saldani is in the studio. Uh, and, and Daniel is a horticulturist. I always say he put the culture in horticulture. Oof, uh, thank you, sir. And we have a fun topic that has to do with culture and Why etiquette. do you say that? Oh, yeah. Why? Why do you say that he put the culture in horticulture? Because he's a classy gentleman. All right, all right. Yeah, he dresses nice. That. How long have you been sitting on that gag? <laughs> yeah. uh, for about, f- I wrote it down five minutes ago. There you go. So yeah, I've been it's aged, it. aged like a fine wine. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Uh, so we had a situation, Dan- Daniel, our culture expert. We had a situation on uh, Wednesday or Thursday. I, I forget. Yes. Uh, and and for me, I have an Achilles heel, and it's Reese's peanut butter cups. I share uh, that heel. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they were the only thing in the room, I would eat them all. I can't help myself. Well, you're only human, Josh. Only human. Mm. So, uh, unfortunately for us, our owner uh, stocks the office chock full of Reese's peanut butter cups all the time. Mm. He's a good man. He's a good man. Good man. <laughs> uh, so man of the people. We we as a group had heard about this thing, and I think maybe it was Matt that told us, hey, if you put those in the freezer, uh, they taste delicious. I mean, I'm not breaking new ground here. I think it's a well-worn territory, but... If I if I'm the one that introduced you to it, then uh, yeah. I I'm proud of that. I I never had candy long enough to put it in the freezer, so <laughs> that, that was for me. You carried that torch into the dark, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, it was just direct relationship <laughs> yeah, from yeah. store yeah. to mouth. Yeah, <laughs> even walking to the register, it's ah yeah. So um, as as we figured this out, we started putting a handful in there to eat sporadically. Sure. So the other day, I kind of forgot about it, and I opened up our fridge in the in the break room, and I see. The angels have opened up a door and have left one Reese's peanut butter cup in the freezer for me. Uh, I open it and, of course, consume it immediately. And I go about my day. And a few hours later, Zach here goes, um, somebody, uh, somebody, uh, someone eat the peanut butter cup in the, oh, hey in the freezer. Yeah, he, uh, he, uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I felt, for some reason, instant shame. And I don't feel like that's that's accurate. I don't think I should feel ashamed that a free Reese's peanut butter cup was put in the freezer and I ate it. I think now if he would have bought it and put it in there, then then, then there's some shame in there. If he would have written his name on the peanut butter cup, shame. Yeah, that's a difference. That's the thing. No name, no no ownership. Just he transferred it from a room temperature bowl to a freezer, and he felt like. In my opinion, there should have been an apology now, attached to it. Hold on. Before, Zach, before you speak up, I will speak at your defense here. I'll be your counsel. Um, I, I I feel like the act of going and retrieving the peanut butter cup and putting it into the <laughs> freezer, you are putting work in. Therefore, you are conferring ownership onto the peanut butter cup in that. But doesn't there have to be then said uh, <laughs> exclamation of ownership? I don't think so. You know you didn't put it in there. But we put a handful of them in there. <laughs> you know you didn't you know you didn't do that. <laughs> I, I I didn't. But we put a handful of them in. We put like ten in in yeah. one setting. And this was the last one? This one well, no. We had already plowed through one, through those. Okay. Yeah. This was a fresh one that I did not I knew I didn't put it in there and I knew it wasn't part of the original ten. Sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. But at the same time, it's a free Reese's peanut butter cup. And I ate it. Uh, and now I'm being I'm being I'm being com- compelled to feel bad about it. Okay, can can the victim speak? Your thoughts, yes, please. Yes. All right, a couple victim things. testimony. I I've, I've worked in offices with with a lot of people, and typically in an office with a large number of gentlemen, uh, it, it is usually a good move to write your name on whatever you're putting in the fridge. Yep, it's office standard. I agree. All right, and when I got that Reese's cup from upstairs, I thought about it. Take a sharpie, put a big Z on it. Done. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I decided not to because I, I, I wanted to see what would happen because Anna wasn't here that day. It was a slow day. It was just the three of us. And I was like, I just want to see if it gets eaten, but if nobody asks, wanted to test the bounds of so society. I just here. wanted to know. That's like putting a little bit of crack cocaine out in front of a, a, a crack addict and then going, I just want to see what happens. <laughs> 
He's gonna he's gonna smoke the crack. There's a big problem here. All right, that's not being addressed. It is the size and shape of our refrigerator. We do not have a full size Samsung water in the door fridge. It is a mini fridge. This thing barely holds 12 bottles of water. It has a very small freezer compartment, and in order to get to it, you have to open the fridge and specifically open the freezer compartment. Now, when we had Reese's in there, when we had like the 10 communal Reese's, because that did happen, that was like three weeks ago. That was a while back. So somebody had to open the fridge and think to themselves, I'm looking for a little something. <laughs> I think back then. Open the freezer yeah. and see it and decide, I'm going for if it. If I remember correctly, those were also Reese's peanut butter eggs, and they were not... I the, think they were. They were not peanut butter cups. Yeah. So it was a totally different form factor. Uh, yeah. That's the best Reese's. Somebody, yeah. somebody, That's true. No, I, is, I, the egg is yeah, the, the egg uh, is the perfect of Reese's. <laughs> yeah, you, it's the perfection of the form. You were cruising <laughs> for a bruising, Josh. Like, and we have snacks, but no, you, you wanted something cold and I can get behind it. It's Reese's. Yeah. I love it. It's good. I'm not saying it's not. Um, I just took your idea and made it better by consider, not having to put it in the freezer. <laughs> consider for a moment that when I realized it was gone, I walked down to in between the control room and the studio, and I stood here for a minute because Matt was in the control room and Josh was in the studio, and I thought, yep, Josh. Like, if I had to guess. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think it was, it was, it was Josh. <laughs> I came in, and I said my piece. And Josh got all wide-eyed and owned up, owned up to it. You didn't you didn't blame Matt. You said you would have liked to have blamed Matt. Yeah, yeah. I said my exact well, words were, I want to blame Matt for this. Well, no, okay. Now let me say, you said that in a way as if 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 Zach had walked out of the room, he would have said, oh, Matt clearly did it. Right. So you were giving yourself an out. Yeah, yeah. But he pressed on. Yeah. So as as our culture expert here, our office etiquette, etiquette czar, if you will, uh, self-appointed uh, by, by me, uh, what would you say... Did I make a mistake? Did I, did, I, did I step out of bounds, or was I totally justified in the uh, eating of the peanut butter cup? Okay, so I just have one question. When did you start feeling that guilt? Was it immediate guilt? Oh, yeah, yeah, immediately. Oh, well, I think that, that kind of, you know, <laughs> makes the case. Like, ev like every piece of candy I've ever eaten past 25. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, I mean... I think it, the but that was mostly because I saw the look, the the sadness on his face, the the puppy dog eyes of like, I I put I put a <laughs> I I put a candy I put a, I put a candy in the thing, and now it's and now it's gone. So it's an empathetic guilt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. feel bad for him, not necessarily because you took because the candy, the candy was delicious, candy. and I know that you yeah. felt good about the candy. Yeah, you even though you're the one that caused that pain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Did you put more Reese's in the freezer? But here, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's passive aggressive because it was. Uh, and what Zach did is he went up and got four more and then walked down and goes, okay, guys. But I know what guys means. It means Josh. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm putting these in the freezer. These Let's four are not for all you. I'll be cool about this. And again, that. all be cool means Josh, be cool yeah. about, about this. Yeah. So. I just think there's certain office etiquette, uh, and I think if you don't put your name on it, you're 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 tossing a coin up in the air, and it could go either way. It's true, and and by not putting my name on it, I accepted that risk. I agree. There's definitely some partial responsibility on, on my on my part, but. I learned something. And at the cost of one Reese's and a hike up and down the stairs, that was absolutely worth the price of admission. <laughs> You've learned a valuable lesson. Yes. Yeah. I understand the environment, which, by the way, we put those in on Wednesday. There's one Reese's left. It is Anna's. You should go snag that as yeah, soon as you we can. Have been very, yeah, we yeah. have very not good. touched it, I swear, unless somebody yeah. snagged it this morning. But uh, How no, dare you? No, no sir. Yeah. It is still it is still, still there. Now, you were saying something about, like, uh, the person who takes the last toilet paper rolls. Is this, like, another, like, thing that you have? Well, no, I just think that, you know, it's the same type of scenario. If you were to take a Reese's and put it back in there, if you took the one that was in there, then nobody would have known. You know, you give it 20 minutes, it's frozen. Exactly. Same thing with the toilet paper roll, certainly at my house. Um, sometimes that gets changed and sometimes it doesn't. So you're kind of putting somebody high and dry uh, more so <laughs> in the Reese's well, yeah. scenario there. So this is something that, that you brought that up and my wife still like gets on to me about this. When I was over at iHeart, uh, I remember I went into the bath bathroom and uh, I was at the urinal and I heard uh, this, there, there was a guy uh, in one of the other ones taking care of some business and he did like the the empty rattle as he was like going for oh. toilet paper, and it was like oh. the, the rattle sound, the, uh -oh. the death rattle. Like nothing was there. The oh. rattle, panic, and panic I, is yeah. filling and, this man's bones. And I just went, <laughs> and I walked out. Oh no, no, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. 
That that's not that's not on me. Like we're all adults here. We all walk in. You check. It's right there. It's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> we also live in a society, Josh. <laughs> we, we can help each other. Nah. We, we can we can live by the scout code. Desperate times. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Sometimes yeah. you don't have time to check. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, <laughs> and so because I knew what I was laughing at was this guy was gonna have to do the shuffle. To the other, oh to the other stall, to hopefully find toilet paper there. Got My socks. wife says that I'm not a, I'm not you a good. Socks. <laughs> yes, you socks. socks. Yeah, go sockless so, for the rest of the day. This oh, may, God. this may be a lot more into my character than, uh, <laughs> than I want to admit, but. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, uh, Eva on Facebook mentioned if it's if you didn't write your name on it, it's the company fridge. It's free for all. Yeah, is that just a blanket rule? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I believe, I believe you know. All of us know. We didn't put whatever it was in there. If somebody puts a sandwich in the fridge, you know it's not your sandwich. Sure. You know yeah. you didn't bring a turkey sandwich to work. Uh-huh. You know you okay. didn't bring soup. You know you didn't put the Reese's in there. Sure. It's not yours. You don't know whose it is, but it's not yours. So if you're walking outside and see a $5 bill, do you not pick it up? No, of course I do. But that's but that not, is outside of public. That, that is, is that outside of public. public. It belongs yeah. to yeah. someone. That's lost. It's not lost. I don't lose this. I don't accidentally drop a sandwich and it ends up inside the fridge. The difference is communal <laughs> space, right? The right. difference is is outside in public. You agree that's community space. That's a good point. The, but the fridge, the, the, the fridge, fridge is community space. It depends on the office environment. Yeah, we is got it? we got a so, lock on yeah. the door. Yeah, that is not community space. It's, it's yeah. like it's everybody, office space. Yeah, everybody has to agree that it's a community space inside right. the office. If everybody doesn't agree, well, it's, it's how you define the community. Because I would say our staff is a community. Therefore, <laughs> it is community space. If it is your personal. Uh, fridge that you bring and keep under your desk, and I go rooting around in there. That's totally on me. Yeah, I'm a anything horrible cretin. Well, so is it like if I just bring my bag in here, I'm, it's free to be if you looked left through that and soup stolen? On your desk alone for thirty minutes, I'm not sure what could happen. <laughs> Everybody knows it's mine. Uh, obviously, I kid. But there's the, I just wanted to bring up the, the etiquette factor. From now on, put your name on the candies, uh, and I'm not. I I. I Honestly, promise not to have any more frozen this is where we peanut butter are. cups because this is where we are. I've already gotten scolded from my wife. She's like, "Huh, Josh always takes healthy lunches to work," and I felt I felt so good about it. And now I know he's eating a lot of secret candy. Look, we're we're only human. Take it up with yeah. the man upstairs. Yeah. Like the candy that comes through this office is obscene. Just keep sticking it in front of. All us. right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're simple men. Uh, we're taking a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get back with Daniel and what he came in here to talk, to talk about, which was an event happening this weekend called the Texas Top 100 Plants, and they're native to here and how you can grow them, and they're even for the beginner. Stick around. We have Daniel coming up next on the lunch break. Back on the Lunch Break Show, I am Josh in the studio with Zach, Matt, Anna, Gabe, and Daniel. Now, Daniel, you have an event coming up this weekend, and I want to get to it because I myself have talked about doing my backyard. Now, given it's been for a while, but I want to have a backyard with like colorful plants that are lively but easy to maintain. And part of the easy to maintain part is them being native to the area. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we recommend that people either choose those plants that are native here or plants that are well adapted uh, to our area, whether it's our soil, the amount of rainfall we get or lack of rainfall, and then, you know, how hot it gets here in north central Texas. So um, those are the best plants, and we've actually selected those. We've done all the homework for you. Um, We actually have a searchable database where people can go look at the pictures of the plants, pick out the ones they like, what areas they thrive in. If you have an area that's full sun or full shade, um, all the pretty colors of the flowers and textures, yeah. and uh, and you can pick the ones that, that work for our area. If you're even 
borderline curious about this. There is a great thing that they have, which is a like a card deck with a hundred, the top hundred native Texas plants, and it shows you a picture of the card. I'm not going to try to pronounce these names because I'm going to just <laughs> botch them. Um, but you can see the picture of the plant. It tells you in the back how high they grow, how far they spread out, where they need to be, the light, the the water, all that different kind of stuff when they bloom, when they go away. So basically, if you know you want you want to plant you plant this, you can measure out and map out in your backyard where they would go, and then you keep this either on your gardening shelf or whatever, so you know constantly how you're doing, what you need to add to them. It just makes gardening really easy. Sure, and these are great tools not only for landscape design like you talked about, if there's an area problem area in your landscape you wanna revitalize, uh, but also they're great to take with you to the nursery. So if you're going to the nursery this weekend, you can take them um, so you can choose the right plants and maybe not the plants that you can find from time to time uh, sure. that really take a lot of effort in order to grow and thrive in North Texas. So we've already done all the vetting for you. So now your event, you said that you're going to have um, you're going to have like a, a class or a lecture. Yeah. So we do, you know, maybe three or four different uh, free classes. Uh, part of this, the uh, state's outreach program, Water University. Um, we teach a lot of classes on a variety of different subjects. And tomorrow at the Texas Discovery Garden, uh, there at Fair Park from 9 to 11, we have our top 100 plants for North Texas class. And that is free to the public. You can go and register now at uh, wateruniversity.tamu.edu. And if you show up there, Dallas Water Utilities has bought a bunch of these decks of cards and they're giving them away for free. So oh, wow. we normally charge $5 for these. Anybody that comes to Mark can, can get a deck of cards for free. That's, that's so cool. And then now outside of that, let's just say if, you're, if your Saturdays are, are already blocked out and you can't go, they have all kinds of resources online as well. Yeah, so that searchable database that I mentioned, um, we have uh, all different types of publications. Uh, this one is one of our favorites. My colleague uh, Gabe Saldana worked really hard on this. Um, but basically, this is a newcomer's guide to gardening, and you can download this for free to your phone, to your laptop. Um, and if you're new to gardening or just new to gardening in Texas, we have so many people moving to North Central Texas from you know not only California, but East Coast, you know, all over. Uh, and this is basically just everything you need to know to be successful gardening here, whether you want a lawn, landscape, a vegetable garden that's lush and, and produces, um, but but none of the, the, the fluff. It's all just the essentials of gardening in North Texas. Uh, there's a question here on Facebook that's from John. He says, if someone else puts plants in your yard, is it okay to eat them? With a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> is their name on it? Yeah. Uh, so that's it's kind of, but it's one of those deals because you actually have told me, this is one of the things I like to tell people you taught a class for people who could just walk around in, in, in Dallas area in North Texas and find plants that you can actually eat right sure so I'm a big plant nerd if y'all haven't told to, you know figure <laughs> that out already um, but we do teach a foraging class and we've actually been lucky Gabe and I both to go with some local chefs um, but also with people from the community and not only teach them what plants that they can eat in their home landscapes, there's tons of plants that are beautiful, you know, they're horticulture plants people use for their ornamental value, but people thousands of years have eaten those plants, um, and some of them are actually pretty good. I don't like to eat stuff that tastes bitter and is gross, and so uh, we do teach a class that tells you the wild plants you can eat, the weeds you can eat, and then the plants in your landscape, and that class is free again. We have one of those uh, coming up here in the next month. I feel like there's a food truck idea in this here, <laughs> drive around and forage yeah. and, and make yeah. food. Sure, yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, one more thing, you said that you had uh, the class that you could teach, and then you wanted to talk about tax-free. Yeah, so um, each year, uh, you may have heard of these you know, tax-free holidays if you're buying you know, back-to-school stuff for, for uh, your kids. Uh, there's also tax-free holiday for the Energy Star, energy-efficient stuff. You can get a break if you're buying efficient light bulbs and that type stuff. Um, and that's Memorial Day weekend here coming up at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, but uh, we also have a water efficient uh, tax free holiday that is Memorial Day weekend. So that's inside your home uh, with, you know, fixtures, shower heads, toilets, anything like that. That's all tax free 
uh, that weekend. So Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of Memorial uh, Day weekend. Uh, but then out stuff outside in the landscape. So uh, whether it's efficient irrigation, mulch, compost, stuff like that that saves water. Uh, but then also plants are tax-free uh, Memorial Day That's weekend. Great. So you can take your deck of cards, you can take your gardening guides, you can go there, buy all the right stuff, and then not pay uh, federal or state tax, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to save to yourself yeah. you know, $8 or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. But it's well, good. no, but yeah. if you buy like three or $4,000 worth of sure. plants, which if you're going to do your whole backyard, that's ballpark it where is. you're going to be at. Yeah. So that's a big chunk of change. Uh, Daniel, I appreciate you. If anyone wants to find this online, where do they go again? Um, so one of the best ways is to go to wateruniversity.tamu.edu. And also um, you can hit me up on social media if you have any questions, at TXPlantGuy, Instagram, uh, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and you'll find a link for that at some point in time in our comment section. Okay, so you just great. click on that and that, that's how you can go straight there. Daniel and Gabe, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, thank you so much. If you have a chance, please go check out uh, the, the class we're doing tomorrow. Again, it's free. It's great information. Uh, and he loves any question you can have. He can talk about plants all day long. There's no question too big or too small for Daniel. You can follow him online, tweet him. He's very active. It's a very good resource to use and that's what he's here to do for you. Yeah, so that's the job. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. When we come back, we have another topic about the things that women do before interviews that may surprise you. We are back on the Lunch Break Show. I am Josh in the studio with Matt, Anna, Zach, and our special guest, Dana. Dana? Dana? Hi, Diana. I was so close. <laughs> Diana. The music got, got all yes. confused. So I brought you in. Uh, tell us what brings you in uh, to meet with Jeff t t today. Well, we work at Fertility Specialists of Texas, and we're talking to them about helping us with our media and Great. brand awareness. So fertility experts, uh, is that like just like helping men and women conceive? Yes, so we have three physicians, three locations in the Dallas area, and we have three fertility experts that are gonna help build families. That's great. Yep. 
I know that um, infertility has been it has been more and more kind of standard for people to think about it these days. Even um, health insurance companies are now looking into it as well, which I guess is a good thing for you. That's true. So a lot of employers are sort of taking on um, what feedback they're getting back from their employees and they're realizing it's a value added benefit to give them fertility benefits. So a lot of the big companies are offering that. So uh, we brought you in because we were rereading this story here. We saw you out in the hallway when we wanted to get you in to get a, a female perspective yes. on this. And it was the headline struck me as weird. And it was that uh, the shocking thing that many women do before a job <laughs> in- interview. I was like, what What could this possibly be? And so as you're going through your reading, one of the things that stood out was that 29% of married women say they actually take off their wedding band uh, before they sit down for a job interview. Whoa, 29%? Well, that's, that's high. That's yeah. high. That's, that's, whew, that yeah. seems crazy to me. I it's mean, what are you trying to do? Say, oh, I'm available just in case you want to date me. Yeah. <laughs> Is it potentially to for people to think, oh, if you're married, then it's also the chance that you may have a family and there may <sighs> be true. kind of like a barrier towards... Yeah, if right? she's newly married, is she going to be getting pregnant? Do we really want to hire this person? So, yeah, that's an interesting thought. I mean, I know that the like the having a kid thing is a real concern. It's one of those things that you don't want to think that employers think about, uh, but it's got to be on at least somewhere in the back of their mind because with maternity leave, I think it's three months. Yeah. Uh, for for me, I got I got two weeks for paternity, which is actually great for paternity leave here in Texas. Uh, so our son turns one today, as a Aww. matter of fact. Aww. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so it's one of those deals, though. I know that that's it is a concern. It, it, you, you hope that someone can look past it. Uh, but it, it is one of those things yeah, that you have I mean, to think about. I think as a woman, you would want to be judged, you know, based on your merit. You don't want to be, you know, are they thinking about, am I going to be leaving this job? You just want to be judged on your merit and have nothing in the way of that. So that's probably why they're taking the ring off. Yeah. They said the survey went on to reveal that uh, many men discriminate against women. They say up to 59% say uh, that they have thought about whether or not uh, to ask about if you're thinking about getting pregnant, if you're thinking about having kids. Uh, It's one of the things that my wife and I have had talks about before, uh, about her saying how it seems unfair. Uh, She worked in corporate America for a long time, but now she works from home and takes care of our son. Uh, But she was saying, you know, back when she was at the office, it always kind of seemed like if there was a sick kid, then for some reason the moms were always the ones that seemed to draw the short straw. And it was never a dad saying, well, my son's sick, so I can't go to this meeting or I can't go on on this sales call or I can't do, you know, it was always seemed like the mom was the one that took that role. Uh, Why why do we think that is? I mean, it's one of those deals. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's because moms are like, well, I'm going to have to be the one to take, you know, Junior to the doctor because dad doesn't know the health history and dad doesn't know what's (laughs) going on. Um, Or just that, you know, maybe mom is like, well, you know, I know dad's not as good at this stuff as I am, so I'm just going to kind of do it. Because I I know as a mom's perspective, that's kind of like the role we always play is dad can't do it right, so we're going to take care of this too. I will say that may be a (laughs) cyclical thing because my wife is organized and buttoned up and has the, like, the little, like, accordion <laughs> file of all the, the little, health like, histories yeah she knows all the stuff and i kind of go into autopilot not because i don't care but because she's got it right and so they becomes one of those like, like self-fulfilling prophecies <laughs> that she's got it so like why like, yeah why? like when the doctor asks you this question you're like don't you know that it's in the record <laughs> yeah oh sir you are you are wrong one second yeah there you yeah. go yeah uh it's one of those deals for me that i'm i'm being aware that i need to be even though she's the general and she has it all under control yes. There needs to be at least two generals of me being at least somewhat prepared uh, <laughs> yes. for those kind of Yeah, kind we of want things. you to be involved, but maybe not um, too involved. They said that 46% of women have actually been asked about their kids. Well, they're not supposed to do that. So I guess it's true. either they don't know or whatever it is, but they ask and they feel compelled to answer. Um, it's one of the things that I just never guess I thought of before, but it just seems crazy that you would try and deceive. Because ultimately, do you want to work for a company like that? I don't know. I mean, are they really doing it to deceive or is it just kind of being conversational, you know, trying to find common ground? Oh, we have kids that are the same age. And, sure. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I know legally they probably can't be a- asking can't, those kind yeah. of questions at all, but it does happen. It's weird. If you're applying to a job that's supposed to kind of last, something you're going to be at for a while, and mm-hmm. let's say your potential employer notices you're not wearing a wedding ring and you come in on day one and you've got one, 
What does that say? <laughs> What's the message? I mean, if this is the kind of person... Yeah, we got married over the, the yeah, weekend. If this yeah. is the kind of person that would judge you like, and think to themselves, oh, she's not wearing a wedding ring. Great. P- potential candidate. And then you come in and you're wearing one, like, then you're in a weird spot. That's right. no good. You got to make this thing last. You should probably just be honest up front. Yeah. I, uh, that was kind of like my thinking of like the long-term like play, as if you are. Because then it's you're irrational and you got married in, sure. in, in a two weeks. Uh, or it's the um, it's the you tried to like deceive me, and then we're off to a really weird you know stance. And while oh, I'm, my hands were swelling that day, and I couldn't <laughs> yeah, get my ring yeah, on. Sure. <laughs> I had Tex-Mex, and my fingers got puffy. <laughs> I was stressed. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Alternatively, yeah. Uh, say you are the kind of just for a second. Let's imagine devil's advocate. Say you are the kind of employer who uh, would ask a question like that: Are you planning on getting pregnant in the future? <laughs> Any way to do that without coming off sounding like a like nope. a total bad guy? No, at all. <laughs> Anyway, in the world, I to like nicely so. deliver that without sounding like a the tool. only There's thing. No the only thing you could do, and I'm saying it's not the, the correct approach. <laughs> no, it is the wrong approach. Yeah. But without saying, it, go, oh wow, like your hips are perfect for birth. <laughs> like, that's what you could say, and, no. and people would go, no, yeah. it's no, it's a straight no. up no. But yeah. that's not. I'm not asking you if you're going to give birth or if you had a good birth. But man, your hips, <laughs> great yeah. shape. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Then are I'm you gonna, sure you want to wreck that figure oh, by getting yeah. pregnant? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah or, or then we have great. Great packaging for baby showers. Yeah. yeah Are you right. interested in applying? Should yeah. I take you in? Yeah. God. I'll go ahead and call my attorney now and yeah. give us all the Yeah. So it's one of those crazy, crazy things. And so I just kind of want to thought it'd be kind of fun to bring up and, and, and kind of talk about. It's something that, you know, whether it's legitimate or not, it seems like a lot of women are feeling that stress. And that's that that's sad. Oh. Uh, it's one of the things that we need to do a better job. Um as men, uh, when we're applying to make sure everyone knows that that it's not a it's not a place where you have to feel like you have to lie or deceive. So and, true. Um, and hopefully, at some point in time, we can work toward that. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate Thank it. You. I look forward to uh, uh, our company representing you and 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 helping you get your name out there about you know fertility experts here in DFW. So take take a quick break. When we come back, we have another topic that hit the internet by storm, the modesty poncho coming up next on the lunch break show. Back at the Lunch Break Show, I am Josh in the studio again, as always, with Zach and Matt and Anna. We're all here uh, talking about things that are topical, and there's nothing much more topical right now than the date, which is May 4th, which, is, if you've noticed, is in all of our little, like, in-between break, a <laughs> uh, little, like, Star Wars-y themed. Yes. Um, yes. May the 4th be with you. Our, our Star Wars themed breaks. Uh, yeah. And you'll see right. Anna's shirt. Wait, wait, wait a moment. Please. 
There you go. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's it. homemade. And scarf. I'm not going to say it's homemade, but um, it's homemade. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot my T-shirt. We just had this conversation because actually there's people in the building that dressed up. I saw one Leia and two stormtroopers. So I, I, I have a question. Of all the, of all the characters you could have chosen, you chose Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, to be fair, she put some thought into this. Yeah, yeah. I, we just had these kind of like 10-second conversation where I was like, well, who do I want to be? Yeah. Who do I want to be? Because on my T-shirt, there's Yoda, there's Luke, and Leia. And I was like, ah, I can only choose one. Choose one. And then it's I was like... It's your chance to break out and do something different, right? <laughs> right. I was like, ah, I don't want to be like sexy Leia outfit something. <laughs> it's not me. Um, <laughs> you know, Yoda, weird shape. So I was like, Jabba the Hutt. Everything about him is amazing. Right. He's no. the character everyone hates. So, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Um, Bikini Leia would be better served for any one of us three gentlemen, I think. That, just would, that, go would, be, that would be a good fit for Obviously. us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, just kind of flip. I suggested Spock, of course. Like, just right. went for the easy Star Trek, Star Wars. Just to be the guy. Just to just be to that be guy. The guy. Somebody's got somebody's <laughs> to tra- blaze that trail, all right? Somebody's got to be the first. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I, I would never have chosen Jabba the Hutt. I would have chosen someone else. Yeah. yeah, I think my I don't know a lot about Star Wars. Here's, here's a fun Star Wars uh, fact about about me. Mm. Uh, back in my Edge days, I was asked to go MC this Star Wars costume contest. Wow. Uh, so it was for kids. It was, it was a kids costume it's contest for children. Children. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I know next to nothing about Star Wars. Apparently, there's twins somewhere, or, or brother and sister combination somewhere. Mm-hmm. Next to nothing about Star Wars. I watch the films; they're 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 fine. I enjoy them. Sure. But that that that's the extent. So uh, the whole time, uh, my my nerd friend uh, was trying to like prep me, and my wife were trying to prep me with like information about. And I say nerd friend in a very nice way. Right. Um, prep me for the sounds like it. Your yeah. friendly neighborhood nerd. Yeah, yeah. For the eventual, I'm gonna have to banter with these people who thought about ruining their entire Saturday by getting into a costume and coming out to a place to be judged by me. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, I I was gearing up. Uh, Needless to say, I didn't get asked back uh, a second time. Mm. I showed up. You couldn't even fake your way through this thing? No. So I I went in there, and there were these kids. Three of them were dressed up legitimate costumes. The rest of them were a ragtag bunch, and I know they're kids. Uh-huh. But a T-shirt and a a I called it a sword by accident, and a lightsaber that I call a sword, uh, and a sword does not count for a costume. I'm curious if you're not that familiar with Star Wars, how did you know three of them were legitimate and the rest were a ragtag? Because they look like costumes. Like okay. one was a stormtrooper. Yeah, and yeah. he looked like a stormtrooper. I've seen him on TV. I know what they look like. He had the full the helmet, the the shoulder pad, the yeah, gear on. Sure, I got it. Stormtrooper, got it. One looked like Han Solo. Yep, yep, yeah. Look, I got it. Got, got it. an answer right like, so far. Little like potato sack and the thing. I got it. That's what you look like. Potato sack. Yeah, the little shirt. The little like yeah, tan. Whatever it is. The vest thing. Yeah, the yeah, vest okay. thing. Sure. Uh, sure. And yeah. another one was in a full on like Chewbacca suit. I got it. I got, got it. Those, those three. Sure. Everyone else had like a Darth Vader T-shirt on and a little like lightsaber. <laughs> oh, no, nah, that's not. That's not even right. putting any effort yeah. in. Three Come of you on. showed up in tuxedos. The rest of you were in tuxedo shirts. Yeah. Yes, got it. Okay. So I took it upon myself uh, to openly, openly comment, openly uh, shame uh, these openly poor children. Shame. Wow. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: when parents uh, take their kids to a place. Uh, they don't want them to be judged by some guy up on stage. How do, how does that get them ready for the real world? I mean, that's really. what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm like I, yeah, come on. Yeah, so I was like, I literally said to one kid, "That's not a costume." Next, <laughs> and went wow, to the, yeah, like half half of the kids there, like yeah. out, out, I, out. I, I think I vaguely heard some boos coming from from the crowd. <laughs> wow. Cool um, laser sword. Yeah, Next, yeah, yeah. Today on the lunch break, we learned all the bad things about Josh. Yeah, yeah, my indeed. wife was like, yeah, got in the car. She's like, you heckled children. That's what she said in the comments. <laughs> yeah. You heckled children. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. 
Like, think about your life. Look, you're an MC from the edge, all right? You were doing your job. What do you expect? What you, do you, you expect? You bring a rock station stunt guy to a show. You hired Michelle Wolf. You got what you paid for. Yeah. Like, that's, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, you knew, he, they knew your material. Lesson learned. Yeah. Uh, they did not invite me back again. Mm. Uh, so there you go. A little fun fact about, about me and my Star Wars uh, trivia. So we had this thing that we're talking about, the Modesty Poncho. The Modesty Poncho. This was all over Twitter, probably on Tuesday or Wednesday, but if you don't, if you didn't see it, uh, the Modesty Poncho was for this Catholic school. I don't know where. It doesn't matter. This Catholic school had a prom. Mm -hmm. And at the prom, uh, there was someone there who had all of these ponchos. And if they thought that you showed too much decollete, which is your cleavage area, uh, if you showed too much of that area, they would make you put on the modest poncho. The mo- do we have a picture of this? I hope we do because I haven't seen it. Uh, I'll go digging around. Yeah. Sorry. The modesty right, poncho essentially take a square piece of cloth, right? Uh, probably three foot by three foot, cut uh-huh. a hole out, put it over your head. Okay, so it's almost like a, like a trash bag except cloth. Yeah, it's right. a cloth, not trash plastic. Bag. Yeah, it does not. It was not meant to match your your attire. Right. It didn't come in several clothes. Didn't come in colors. It was like I think like maroon. It was like school coat. We got like a, like a polyester cotton blend. What are we dealing with? Yeah, Might as well sure. put lampshades okay. so on. Here, here <laughs> was shame. my immediate thought. Yes. My immediate thought was you you kind of had to know that was coming. You're okay. At a, you're at a Catholic school. They're conservative. You're you're not you're not forced to go there. You're you're oh. being yeah. Is that, that oh it? god, that yeah. is not a flattering color. Yeah, and it doesn't even like go all the way down or anything. Right, it's not like a shawl. No, it, it just like no. covers it's the. Just, it's like it's like a reverse dog cone. It yeah. goes down below yeah. your shoulders, <laughs> and that covers whatever's going on down there. It's just like bright orange, uh, red. Yeah, so it's I I get why uh, ladies there would feel uh, that it was tacky. Sure. I get why parents would be upset that. Uh, their daughter had to put one on, but I don't think they're mad at the intention. I think they're mad at the feeling. Much like if you go back to the beginning of the show with the Reese's peanut butter cup mm-hmm. and being shamed, I think they feel bad because they feel like they got shamed. Okay. And so, because well, they got embarrassed, right? They yeah. showed up and then they're they're being they forced to wear. So this obviously, thing. the moms and dads bought the dress. The kids like going out and buying a $300 dress on their own. They bought the dress. They yeah. saw the dress. They knew what it looked like and they were okay with it. Now another adult is coming in and saying, your opinions are bad. <laughs> they have to wear this should cloth, feel bad. cloth sack. Yes. I think that's where the tension comes from. I mean, there's also a little tension that prom is a, is a, is a big night for some people, especially when you're in high school. Prom is a thing, right? It's important. It's like the homecoming game. Uh, sure. A lot of people want to look back and remember that fondly. Um, if you got to wear a modesty poncho, or if your date has to wear a modesty poncho, like that's gonna hang you up a little bit. That that bright orange nonsense is gonna be like burned into your memory. It's never gonna go away. It's kind of like a more obnoxious like scarlet letter. Yeah, is kind of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I I I get I get why you do it. Um, I just for our school we had a similar thing. We didn't have the modesty poncho, but the vice principal was at the front door. Yeah, and if your dress. Uh, was too revealing, you didn't get in. Okay. So that that was, like, I'm sorry, you knew. And they, they put out the dress code weeks and weeks and weeks before. And it was a clear measurement. Like, it was a measurement from the neckline mm-hmm. uh, down how far you could go. How you know, They had it all mapped like out. tape measure. Like, so, yeah, so she literally just had, like, a, like a ruler. And yeah. she would be like, you're good. You're, anyone that she had a question wow. about, yeah. you're yeah. good. And to my knowledge... I never heard of anyone having a problem. Yeah. Like, everyone followed the rules and was fine. <laughs> Nowadays, they stand at the door and problem with a magnetic wand and, like, check yeah. everyone right. before yeah. they go in. No, no, no. Yeah. We're, we're just checking your neckline. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. Beep, you beep, can beep, go. Beep, beep. Yeah. Um, so, it's just one of those deals. I, I get both sides. I, I do feel like, though, if you go to a conservative school, mm. you, you, that's, that's the rules you go by. I imagine they had to have made that. Well, I don't know, I guess, but I would I would hope they had made some sort of announcement prior to prom and saying, "Look, here are the, the here's what here's what's yeah. acceptable, here's what's not acceptable, and uh, there'll be ponchos waiting for you uh, upon entry." <laughs> if but it, you always you always have the people that that don't follow the rules, right? Sure. You just you spend all this time creating all these guidelines, and there will be the people that did not care or did not read it. So it's always like, well, 
you and just like throw them the poncho. Somebody somebody always brings an air horn to graduation. Yeah. Even though there's signs everywhere that say no air horns, and God somebody bless those people. always brings one. It's always Thank like you. five people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the those worst. People. <laughs> the worst parts of society bringing air horns to graduation. <laughs> ah! Yeah, finally found a reason to use the airport. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Well, I gotta say that we we have a comment that just shines a light on our office in in a way that I have never thought about. It says next time someone eats el- someone else's food, modesty poncho for the rest Ooh. of the day. So now this is a shame. John. Shame poncho. Yes. yes. What do we have? We cut a modesty poncho out of. I'm sure we got something. <laughs> I don't something. know. Yeah. We can figure it out. We can find fabric. Right. For, we'll for find that. something. I'm not um, sure. Just a food stealer poncho. <laughs> I am a food stealer. That's what it says. I, on. I, I will say this. Going going back to the, the topic. I think. Girls have it way harder uh, than guys do. Because guys, I, I mean, the most part, you're getting the standard black tux and no one's really like going hog wild. Uh, you'll have a couple of the guys do like the white, the white tux, whatever it is. But for the most part, yeah, a couple this, of jokers out there yeah, with maybe a the, pink. You're tux. getting the. I just want to blend in with the crowd. Some yeah. black tux. Bringing a, a blow-up doll named Judy to prom sure. with them. Sure. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's standard all types. Procedure. Yeah. All, all types of of jokers out there. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, but for girls, like if you have the same dress, it's a it's a thing. It's a, it's like, oh, like it's a one no-no, of those, yeah, it's a no-no, that. yeah, and so it's it's harder, it's harder for girls. That's why I think there should be like a state, like prom is a standard black tie, black dress, like it's a cocktail thing where you wear. That way you can't tell. It's just everyone's wearing the same thing, and you're there to have a good time. This yeah. is this is a little like the, uh, what was it you were talking about? Like having 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 like network labeled polos or something that we wear like just a standard uniform approach to it just to cover all yep. of our bases I, I think it's okay to have a little bit of self-expression in your prom outfit right as long as you don't cross a line that's the issue and people will always cross the line right? sure yeah. yeah that's that's the problem there will always be somebody who who steps over it. well and for sure like i think i told you the story before about my green tuxedo no. Uh, no. When I, I I moved around a lot growing up, and I moved to this new school my senior year of of high school. Mm-hmm. And for ours, we had an, an award assembly uh, where if you you got an award, and so I was the only senior in the theater club and debate club who was male. So hats off to me. Nice. Uh, so I got the. So you're uh, saying you were the most popular kid in school? <laughs> yeah, I was the drama. I was the drama club beau and the debate club beau. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because I was the only one. It was the beau of, of me. Yeah. Um, so I had to go to the, the award assembly to get my to get my prize. Yeah. Given I knew like five people at that his school, mm-hmm. um, and so we go, go go to this like meeting to like prepare for the award assembly. And she goes, okay, gentlemen, uh, tuxedos only. Uh, ladies, nice, formal attire. And going this whole process. Wow, they took this serious. Yeah, and I was like, hey, uh, I don't have a tuxedo. Can I just like, wear like a nice suit? I have like a like a nice like button-down black suit, respectful. And Completely she goes, acceptable. And she yeah. goes, mm, is, that a, is that a tuxedo? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What is that? Do- there's a tuxedo no is like the bow tie. A tuxedo is cut differently. Oh. Uh, it has like a bow tie. It has a stripe down the pants. It's a different cut and a different feel. A suit is more relaxed than a tuxedo. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, uh, different no. material too. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It's shiny. Anyway. If it's silkier, than yeah. a tuxedo. So uh, I said, uh, no, I don't. I don't think it is. Well, I think you just answered your own question. Then uh, next question. Oh, I hate oh, this. Yeah. Person already. I hate. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I said, okay, got it. I will. I will spend the seventy dollars, and I went to the tuxedo shop and I said I'll have the ugliest tuxedo <laughs> you have yes Good. sir give me the ugliest so it was a dumb and dumber-esque sherbert green tuxedo that was a little bit too tight any I ch- mean I mean any chance there's a picture of this there is I don't have it on anywhere okay. anywhere online yeah uh, this is because before online existed yeah uh, it, and it fit a little bit too snug so I was oh that that would be even better just yeah. the wrong size yeah. like totally sell it yeah it was yeah. it was hideous and so I walk in my white boat shoes shiny and slick sherbert green ruffles laces out the collar mm. green bow tie tuxedo and I see her we lock eyes and she gives me this like death stare and I go tuxedo <laughs> 
boom! Like, just, I felt so justified. You wore the drama bow. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. So, that was the bad thing. It was like, all these, like, jocks, they're all in a nice tuxedo. And the debate club bow. Like, everybody, this guy bowling out in a too tight Sherbert green suit. This is the guy in drama and debate. Like, what a one-two punch. Yeah. Ready to do something drastic and fight you for it. I love it. Yeah, come on, ladies. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah, that was my that was my one fighting the man uh, approach. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have uh, fun food news to, to do for you guys. break show uh, and of course it wouldn't be a Friday lunch break show without a little bit of thing we call food news food we still news. have to get a sounder for food, food news. news we haven't got it yet we, but we will uh, the thing I like the least we'll do first on this and that was an article that Matt found with cheese <laughs> wow sorry no sorry no. I came with the worst, <laughs> the worst article possible part of this Matt picked out here we go kicking off the segment no. Matt Stoker no. You misheard. I'm sorry. <laughs> or, I heard or, correctly. I, I misspoke. <laughs> I didn't mean the worst story. I meant like I saw the story and I liked it. I just didn't like what it said. Good back. It says the it's a pizza ice cream flavor is the mm. newest Franken food. Franken food. I love the term Franken food. I hate pizza ice cream. Pizza, pizza ice, ice cream. cream. What are we dealing with here? So here's the here's the two things I don't like about pizza ice cream. One, I don't like cold pizza. And there's some people who will go to their grave saying cold pizza is better than hot pizza. My wife included, I and I think they're crazy. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, the, I like cold pizza on occasion, but it's not better than hot pizza. Yeah, no way. Right. Uh, I would wade at, wager at best you could put it maybe on equal footing. with Fresh out of the oven and next day in the fridge for breakfast. Like, at best... Close to the same. No, but yeah. at the end of the day, I think hot pizza is better. It's than a, pizza. it's yeah. a, at yeah. least a fifty percent drop off for me. <laughs> All the flavors significantly worse. They just get lost. Yeah, yeah. When the, when it's cold. Anyway. So there's a <sighs> NYC pizzeria that's making an ice cream infused gelato with, uh, with pizza flavoring, and I just, I. It, it, it annoys me. How do you infuse pizza flavor? Like, but what kind of pizza is it? Is it like well, a margarita? Now I have to read. Well, yeah, I was going to say, oh, I mean, it's not that there's just one pizza. <laughs> now, I, I guess for gelato, you'd probably go for some kind of like tomato gelato because yes. that's a thing you could do. And then have some kind of like oregano in there and maybe some kind of like mozzarella. I mean, for it to be recognizably pizza flavored, you'd have to have like some sort of marinara or, or a tomato sauce. Tomato base. Some, right. yeah. Yeah. Well, of some sort. I you guys think. are going to be really hacked off because their whole wow. pizza thing is just like the pizza crust flavor. What? Oh, so they're, crust they're flavor just going with the, with the crust, the pizza okay. crust. Not pepperoni or cheese or tomato. Right. It's just yeah, it's, it's just dough. Is yeah. that like yeah? What is that in like caramel swirl? Where you have the swirls of caramel in. They just kind of do the tomato sauce or like how does how does, how does nope. that work? So they're, yeah, basically uh, it's like what you what a pizza crust would take lot taste like fresh out of the oven. What like uh, uh, garlic salt? Yeah, like I guess. That. That's it. So to me now I'm I'm twicely twicely sure yeah. I'm twicely annoyed because Doubly. one I don't like pizza ice cream that sounds gross but mm. now you're even doing it wrong you're not making <laughs> right. pizza ice cream you're doing pizza you're not crust going the full Monty cream. on yeah. this thing if you're gonna like, do it you yeah. gotta do it right you're gonna yeah. ruin ice cream go all the way in right. don't 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 be no half, half in half out no half measures um Another thing that we, that we found that was uh, better the, stories than what I found. No, clearly. no. Also, also a you story. Here's the good um, stuff. Yeah, the Burger King Whopper for a boarding pass uh, thing that they're doing at Burger King. They're changing a Whopper for your boarding pass at the airport. Wait, what? 
A Whopper for your boarding pass. Wait, yep. so you get a Burger King will give you a Whopper if you give them your boarding pass at the export at the uh, at the airport. So I go to the airport. Yep. I I, I get my ticket. I stand in line. Yep. I get through the awful TSA experience. Yep. I find my gate, and I think to myself, man, I could go for some refreshing BK. <laughs> yep. And I roll down to the Burger King that I assume is in eight of every uh, airport in America. Like sure. I, there can't be a lot of those. DFW doesn't have one anyway. Um. And I can give them my boarding pass, and they will give me a Whopper. Yes. How do I get on wait, the plane? They wait. To, you don't. What? That's the deal? That is, again, it's not thought through. Now, here's here's the caveat. <laughs> that's that's the cause? Here's, here's the caveat. The most expensive Whopper ever. It is that it's in Romania. Okay. And the only Burger King they have mm-hmm. is inside the airport. What? They only have one Burger King, and it's inside the airport. People are coming from miles around, and so... What they're saying, ultimately, oh, you I have to buy a boarding pass to get in. Uh, uh, so it's one of those, they're, they're trying to show to, them. Yeah, to show them the boarding pass. So for your boarding pass, we'll give you a Whopper. To us Americans, it sounds like I have to give up my boarding pass. <laughs> I wonder if this goes both ways. If you land in the Romanian airport, do you think you can I would have a to Whopper think so. out of yeah. yeah, I would have to yeah. think so. Uh, well, Really? I mean, you can, when you exit a plane, you know, it's not like in the U.S. when you exit somewhere else, you just go to the specific part of the airport that is community, Uh communal. So you don't have to have, like, if you're taking someone to the airport, you can have, like, a meal there. So... I guess. Wait, in other countries, you don't have to, like, there's a couple places I like in, uh, at DFW, in the D terminal. Uh, mm-hmm. That have like really good restaurants, yeah. But you have to yeah. buy a boarding pass to go. TGI Fridays, yeah. Chili's awesome. to go, mm-hmm. yeah. But remember, depends on on what kind of airport it is. But um, I think what happens in the U.S. is rather unique, or at least nowhere where I've been, where you once you step out of the plane, you go through security and then you exit yep. the airport. So only if probably it's inside the pass, you know, you, you yeah, can't. Yeah. Oh, God. Unless you're connecting. I guess that makes sense. I can't even make sense of my own. If you're, yeah, <laughs> connecting through Romania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get you a BK. But, but in, I'm sorry. Just no, no, no. I was going to change the topic. Please. In certain parts, like uh, some airports that have international um, terminals, you have to show your boarding pass mm-hmm. to, and then they scan it and they see what's your destination, final destination. If you're outside the European Union or whatever, um, they give you tax back or they don't add the tax. To, that's why the tax-free situation happens. Oh. When you're in a store in the airport inside it, they'll be like, let me scan your, your, your boarding pass, and then that way they know the final price. Gotcha. Oh, that is, a, that is a whole lot of hassle. Side I know. Some dimes. Boy, we, uh, we went from a Burger King kind of throwaway story to some really knowledgeable information <laughs> about the European <laughs> Union. I wanted, to, I wanted to ask, do you guys, when you... Say you're going to fly somewhere, right? If you're flying out, you got a half hour right before somewhere. your plane shows up. Right. Uh, you're probably going to grab a little something. Yep. A little snack at Hudson News or coffee from Starbucks or if it's early yeah. in the morning, breakfast from wherever. Sure. If you land and you're going to get an Uber or somebody's picking you up, are you getting anything at nope, the airport I'm on your out. way out? I'm no. out. No. I'm, yeah, right. I'm straight out the door. Uh, I, I know somebody that does that. They're, they're big on the Auntie Anne's. Whenever they land, it's like tradition. Oh, we'll go hit Auntie Anne's on the way out. I'm like, really? Yeah, no. I'm not. Huh. Why? Not me. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I just spent three hours on a plane. I want to get out of here. Uh, Weird. I didn't know I, if that was a when I was the first flight I ever took with uh, my now wife and her fa- family um, was to Chicago, and at that time the Angus patty for the Burger King had just come out. Like that was like their newest. Like hey, like before this is like real meat, not whatever we were using before. This is like the real thing, mm-hmm. and I wanted to to, to, to try one. Um, and so I remember we got to the airport, and this was the first time that we were ever like traveling as a group together somewhere. Uh, so her parents were there, and they're very nice and polite people, and I'm, you know, the big American. Uh, and so I'm kind of, I went like, hey, uh, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go grab me a Whopper. Well, the line was kind of long, mm-hmm. so everyone starts boarding. Not not back yet. Everyone's now on the plane. Not back yet. <laughs> they're about to close the door. My wife, my my then girlfriend, now wife, is getting concerned. 
Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, here I come. They had to hold the plane so that I could walk down the aisle. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, with, oh my, my, with my bag of Whopper going, it's okay, folks. I, I have my Whopper. And everyone's it. thinking the exact it. same thing, which is <laughs> what I would have been thinking if I'd have been sitting in that chair. The last thing you need right now is a Whopper. And that's exactly <laughs> what you made us sit here and wait for for, uh, for five minutes. But uh, the line was long. I'd have been the one person in the plane like, man. That Whopper smells awesome. Like, yeah. I could totally go for one of those. Yeah. See, I don't go for that, man. I hate people that bring like a full meal on a plane with yeah. them. Because it just stinks up the plane. Yeah, like, well, you just, eat it first. Yeah, like you bring in, like you go to Chili's and you get it to go and you bring your giant hamburger or whatever on the plane with you. Just eat it, man. Yeah. Or just get a snack that get some yeah. gummy worms that don't smell the entire plane up with your meal. It's a subtle thing, uh, airplane etiquette. Yeah, um, it's not that subtle. I mean, just don't do it, that. It clearly will be a garbage human being. It's right? clearly <laughs> a subtle thing. A lot of people don't get it. Like you said, I think we've all been on a plane. What's the worst experience? There. Now they're on a plane. Story. So I want to know what's the worst oh, that has happened. To uh, to 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 clarify, because my wife just got onto me online. Uh, her parents are American as well. Uh, I'm saying they're like polite human. Like they they're not people that you would go. Oh, I bet they're American because they're yeah. not like you know like like me, like, sure. the guy who's getting and holding a plane that gets big gets his whopper. <laughs> right. So uh, just for clarification's sake, now we're now we're all on the on the same page. Parents are uh, and on that bombshell, uh, that that is the show for today. Thank you so oh. much for tuning in. Come back on Monday for more lunch break here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 12 to 1. Be sure and like, subscribe, follow, retweet, whatever you do on whatever platform you're on. Thank you guys so much. You can Good. catch us on as brand. well. Huh? On brand. Yeah, on brand. <laughs> whatever it is that you do, uh, whatever, however you do it. Uh, also, if you missed the video part of this and you want to catch it on your car ride home, you can find the audio-only version on Amazon, on iTunes, on Google Play, iHeartRadio app. Wherever you find your podcast, we'll be there waiting in the wings. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can join us again on Monday.